Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. You're listening to Prime Time on Money FM 89.3. I'm Rachel Kelly with Melissa Hyuk. Now, two years into the pandemic, employees are getting more frustrated at work and a wave of workers voluntarily leaving their jobs across the globe has been dubbed the Great Resignation. Now, according to a survey by Jobs Portal Indeed, one out of four Singapore workers, that's 25%, are planning to leave the current employer in the first half of this year. So why are they leaving and what solutions can businesses implement to slow this trend? And should this be seen as an opportunity for change? Well, joining us on the line to discuss this is Jolyn Nguyen, who is the managing director of AYP Group, which provides tech-enabled HR solutions. Jolyn, thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, thank you so much you know, for having me today. Hi, Jolene. So what do you think, um, at least for the Singapore context, right, what do you think um, are causing this great resignation trend? Uh, okay, definitely it's a pandemic. Mm-hmm. So many workers have really reached like, a breaking point after months and months of like high workloads, the tiring freeze, and also, of course, other pressure they have at work. So all this has really caused them to rethink about work and also life goals. So this is really very prominent in, like, you know, specific industry like technology and healthcare because, you know, these are the industry that really experience uh, very high demand in the, uh, due to the pandemic. So, you know, uh, likely, yeah, leading to like increased workload and burnout. Yeah, so that is the reason why, you know, they are leaving the company. Okay. But just last week, Jolyn, Second Minister for Finance, Indrani Raja, she had said that Singapore's professional services sector should keep an eye on the great resignation trend. How much of a major challenge is this for employers to keep businesses running smoothly? Uh, This is definitely a very major challenge, yeah, because, you know, with like the high working the, the very high pressure, you know, working culture mm-hmm. in this, like, you know, professional services sector. You know, these people would often, you know, have to overtime and things like that. So that is really, you know, primarily the reason why many have left or may leave their position, despite, you know, uh, even though they have high pay, to really search for something, you know, we consider work-life balance. So um, many business, you know, would really um, have to have a very big challenge if let's say, you know, they are not comfortable with like hybrid working style. So uh, bosses have really you know, have to be very open to hybrid working. They have to be more receptive to like, you know, workers' feedback. And employers have to really listen, uh, empathize with the employees about challenges that they face because in such situation, right, they were not able to talk to their colleagues like last mm-hmm. time you know, about work. Yeah, so... Um, Employer need to really take a very proactive role in terms of these, especially on the employment health. Mm. I think we, just now you mentioned that um, for for some people they are leaving because of push factors, obviously, but the pull factor could be like um, better work life balance. Mm. So from this great resignation, um, would you say that the people uh, how, like how, how would you look at the mix of the people who have left their jobs? Do they? Are they looking for other jobs or are they looking at a different uh, sort of arrangement of working, perhaps contract work, perhaps uh, part-time work? Or are they just kind of like kicking back and saying, okay, you know, I'm just going to tighten up my purse strings and, 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 you know, just take a break? Yeah, okay. So definitely a very large amount of these workers, right, are looking at like, you know, flexible working arrangement. So most of them, right, if they say they're not able to achieve this, you know, through their full-time job, you know, they're actually working towards like a freelance kind of like, you know, uh, position. 
yeah, so a lot of them are actually, you know, doing freelance. And of course, uh, many of them, right, um, they are also uh, exploring changing with regards to like their career. They want to have like mm-hmm. a better, you know, challenge. Yeah, because, you know, they are actually able to afford, you know, to have that change. I'm curious, Jolyn, do you see a shift when it comes to um, different generations? I was reading an article that perhaps maybe millennials or the generation that follows may be more prone to being taking part in the Great Resignation. Is that actually factually correct or does it, it doesn't really make a difference? Everybody who's feeling tired, regardless of age, position, they're just, you're, we're just seeing an increase across the board. Yes, yeah, so that is really correct. Yeah, the trend is really uh, saturated among the younger employees, but mm-hmm. not really on the older generation. So other than, you know, what we call a mindset shift, you know, younger worker, right, they are really more comfortable with like trying out new paths, new careers. So we've changed a new role, right? Um, because, you know, they have little to lose. And of course, lower opportunity cost, you know, in doing so as compared to like older generation, you know, whereby, you know, they might have like more financial commitment. Yeah, that's really definitely the trend in like younger employees. Okay, well, if you're just uh, joining us uh, on Money FM 89.3, we're speaking to Jolene Nguyen, a managing director of AYP Group on the Great Resignation. Now, Jolene, um, question on, on this is, is every time a person moves to a different job, for example, or every time a company wants to attract a new person to the job, you kind of have to up the pay, right? So with this Great Resignation, the, the bigger trend of wage cost, is that likely to increase for, for companies? Uh, definitely, yeah. So that is definitely likely to increase. Yeah, so company would definitely also have to be prepared uh, to really up, you know, in regards to like their company benefits. So other than wage, right? I mean, uh, wage is actually not so important, you know, during this period. But many of them are really looking into the company benefits. So something that will really help companies to stand out is really to provide that flexibility, you know, for workers to work from home as a benefit. Yeah. So many young workers are really looking into that. So many companies is even providing like, you know, opportunity for workers to really work even in other countries where mm-hmm. they would uh, travel to one day. Yeah, so it's really to that point of flexibility. Yeah, because, you know, that will really help people to have the job satisfaction as well as, you know, the work-life balance that they are looking for. So working from home, working remotely, we were talking earlier yeah. about the four-day work week as well. So just moving on from that, from an organizational perspective, how much is the great resignation an opportunity for employers to take a step back and create a healthier workplace? Okay, this is definitely a great opportunity yeah, because I think, you know, what have happened, right, what we call a great resignation have really, you know, given them a very good uh, chance to, like, you know, um, review what have gone wrong. So now, right, it's a very good opportunity for employer to actively engage, you know, with the employee through, like, town hall meetings or, like, one-on-one. So employers need to really be very proactive in terms of, like, asking the employees, how are you doing? What are the challenges that you have? How can, you know, um, we, employer, help you to do your job better? Employer need to take opportunity to find out their needs, yeah, mm-hmm. so that, you know, from there, right, we can really create a healthier workplace. Yeah, but this sort of culture, I think it doesn't come naturally for some companies, right? Yeah. So, so HR as a function, right? How do you see HR coming in um, to, to, to help, you know, management, to help the company create a happier, uh, a more sustainable, uh, healthier, you know, a workplace? Okay, so I think when we talk about like sustainable workplace, right, that would mean that your talents are always improving, people are engaged, and of course, the retention rate is high. 
So HR department can definitely pool their resources to create and kickstart diversity, equity and uh, inclusion initiative, you know, what we call DEI. Mm-hmm. So example of DEI could be, um, you know, changes in policy and practices, you know, staff training, uh, talent development, targeted recruiting. So um, something else that company can also look at, right? Uh, not so popular in the part of our world, but uh, very popular in the Europe and US region is uh, coaching. So coaching will definitely, you know, help companies to um, uh, create a healthier and more engaged workforce because that will really help you to identify the blind spot and also provide the employee with the guidance in terms of how would they be able to achieve their goal. So coaching can really help, you know, companies to um, cover uh, a lot of aspects. So normally company will focus on like five uh, pillars of employee wellness, which are like emotional health, professional health, social health, physical health, and also financial health. So very lastly, Jolyn, perhaps you can tell us how might automation play a role to tackle the great resignation? I mean, since AYP Group is uh, providing tech-enabled HR solutions, yeah, so definitely through automation, right? I mean, the very obvious thing is that it would really help you to remove you know, all the tedious and chore-like part of work that, you know, definitely nobody likes. Okay. So investing into, like, you know, technology and automation will really help you, you know, to improve your workflow, to make it more efficient and uh, effective. And with that, um, employees and also employers can focus on things that matter more. And of, co- and of course, you know, that will actually help employers to really engage employees better. So, for example, right, if let's say, uh, let's talk about onboarding. So, if it's manual onboarding, right, on the first day, you know, the employee have to really fill in like a stack of documents, right? And then there's really no time to engage anybody. But if, let's say, imagine uh, we were to automate this process. All the documentation are really settled, you know, before they're on board. So now onboarding means that, you know, as an employer, I can really approach the employee and, you mm. know, tell the employee a little bit more about myself. I can share with, you know, them uh, who can, you know, they reach out to if let's say they meet a roadblock. So with that, right, that really would really engage the employee. And um, I have, there's really statistics that really say, right, a good onboarding would really help you, you know, to retain your, your talent better. Okay, Jolyn. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today and sharing all those insights. Yes, thank you, Jolene. Thank you. Thank you. We've been speaking with Jolene Nguyen, Managing Director of AYP Group, right here on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.